0: Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How's that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my helix so you know already that helix sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you
1: yes i took the quiz i took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and i can have a firm
0: oh very nice that's the goat i remember you guys got into a huge fight while
1: taking the test right it was yeah it was a blow up. it was a blow up fight but we were going through other (laughs) we had other shit
0: helix sleep was wasn't yeah okay it was awarded the number one one best overall mattress uh pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired so it's not just us cool gq and wired like them too
1: yeah, and i'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can weigh it doesn't in matter who's who's yeah right that, that part okay. doesn't matter
0: all right sure you just go to helix yeah yeah like. just go to helix slash if i were you you take that two minute sleep quiz you don't necessarily have to get into a fight mm. with anybody while you're doing it. just take that two minute quiz to, but some people and- <laughs> some people are
1: spoiling for a fight sometimes yeah. that's part of the issue okay yeah
0: that's they'll nice. match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life and now Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. This episode was actually, uh,
2: (laughs) how do I describe it? Real. Wow. Yeah. No other way. Enjoy. Hey, Jake. Yeah? You suck.
0: That's a pretty.
3: the fade out too <laughs>
2: he did it for us oh
3: catchy funky
2: justin turpin justin turpin justin turpin uh i knew his song was gonna be good before i listened to it because the uh email said hey here's my theme song submissions it's 42 seconds long and i've attached it as a nine- 192 kilobyte per second mp3 hope that's good oh so you knew he's like yeah. legit. months when it's just like Hey, farted this together. I hope it works. And it's like a, a, a Windows Media file that I can't even open. That's when I'm a little suspect. But when this guy's like knows about encoding and how to make it optimized for our podcast, I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. And so it was. It was. And we'll never hear it again. Wow. That's the beauty of having so many talented fans. You listen to things once. And I'll never hear that song again. That's the way art is supposed to be appreciated in the moment. Well, it's not about, meant to last,
3: last forever. What about art museums? Paintings. Well, yeah, that's a different type of
2: art. <laughs> I'm talking about music. You're talking about paintings. <laughs> paintings, I would say, is more considered art than music. Of course not. <laughs> art. Art is paintings. Paintings the, aren't supposed to be permanent either. Really? Actually,
3: I think the idea <laughs> the idea of a museum is it's it's right. not just it's not just archaic. It's outdated. It's actually fraud.
2: For <laughs> what? It's yeah. You think not only is it archaic, which I think it means outdated. It's also mm-hmm. outdated. And then in addition to that, not just it's is it fraud. outdated, <laughs> it's fraud. <laughs> yeah. It's
3: outdated, archaic, and fraudulent. <laughs> but what's it's fake? It's fraudulent. Yeah.
2: What they're doing is an affront. Front to, to Michelangelo, Da Vinci, uh, Picasso, that Pablo is, himself. Is that why you tried to burn down LACMA last weekend?
3: That I was just doing because I was I was I having was a coy day.
2: <laughs> I was high and coy for a day. <laughs> you you got ten tickets and you tried to light them on fire like a Molotov cocktail. And I said, "This is what I learned at Burning Man, <laughs> and now I'm I'm ready to burn this man." And, uh-huh. you, and you tried to set fire to a marble statue, and it didn't take. <laughs> Did not even for a second. Uh, well, oh yeah, no. What are said. we doing? Uh, this is if I were you, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by me and me. I'm Amir, and I'm Josh. <laughs> this i this is a bonus Thursday episode, so we can get a little crazy. Ooh. <laughs> that being said, a lot of times people will be listening to this not on Thursday. I would say that's a good question. Will more people Thursday will probably be the biggest, the most frequented day to be listening to this podcast, but I would say it's less than 50% chance that you're listening to
0: this on a Thursday.
2: Wow. I would say like 20% Thursday and then the other six days are split up between the other 80%. You're speculating still just for highest. yourself right now. <laughs> you're like you're turning away from me as it's you're talking. kind of like how... This is Am- what you think about when you're like, going to bed. white people are not technically a minority, although it is less than 50%. You know what I mean? It's like the highest subsection, but it's still less than everything else. Yeah, I guess. So we're talking about Specific st- uh, statistical, not really anomalies. I'm falling. I'm, I'm really getting tired. i I'm legit. It's <laughs> you crazy. you coffee. You had half a coffee already. I know. And it does nothing. And I'm tired. I'm
0: yeah. sleepy
3: just hearing you talk about numbers. Math
2: is NyQuil to you. Yeah. Yeah. Art is fraud and math is NyQuil. No, sorry. Museums are fraud.
3: Museums are fraud. Math is
2: NyQuil. <laughs> <laughs> NyQuil? That's museums, actually. <laughs> It's a triangle. Um, So how does it work? People write us to ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com, and they're in difficult places. They need our advice, and we try to offer it. Dope. (laughs) That email address is ifiwereyoushow at
3: gmail.com. Let's get started. We have given these people, these real emails, fake names to preserve their anonymity.
2: That was good, though I did already say the email address. Did you? I'm sorry. Yeah. Apologies. That's
3: okay I have fucked
2: up And I actually I guess we don't try to offer it We do offer our advice It's just not always good That's true So we always offer advice Yeah So we okay. Just not to every email That's <laughs> So uh, every episode We do offer advice It's not to every email We receive obviously We well, don't say be, that yeah. Okay
3: Yeah I think we're getting We're perfecting this intro
2: Yeah And then we're getting We're starting to digress Yeah We've peaked at episode 93 Probably uh, okay, I need um, 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 a male's name. A male's name. What about an artist, since we were talking about artists earlier? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um,
3: um, 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 a male artist's name. Okay. Yeah, So Easy. that's
2: Jackson Pollock. <laughs> right. Jackson Pollock writes, Hey guys, so here's my issue. I'm a college freshman, and because of the ratio at my school, my sex life sucks. But things are starting to look up. I went to New York City, and I met up with one of my ex's best friends and had coffee. Everything was really casual and cool. Here's where things get complicated. After leaving the city, she immediately texted me and told me that because of her school's ratio, she's been having the same issue, and went on to tell me that when I come back down to the city, we should get drunk and fuck in Central Park. I'm going back to NYC in early October, and I'm wondering, should I go through with this? I dated my ex for all of high school, and I don't want to hook up. To get back, I don't want this hookup to get me back in contact with her in any way, because they probably still talk. What do you guys think about hooking up with an ex's best friend? Thanks. Love, Jackson Pollock. That's tough. Three issues here. One. Go on. Fucking an ex's best friend. That's true. Two. Having sex in public in Central Park. Three, which is sort of a side topic of conversation. Maybe we can just touch on this real quickly. Do you believe in the power of ratios? Like, oh, this school's ratio is bad, or there's too many guys to girls? Oh, yeah,
3: no, it sounded like that was just their excuse for, like, fucking
2: each other. But is there a ratio that's, like, when you walk into a bar, do you consider that? Like, or does it have to be so, like, does if it's within, like, 80-20 on either side, you're fine?
3: Um, I guess I don't really think about it, because I feel like... Um, if I'm feeling confident, if I think I'm looking good, I'm like, okay, I can like talk yeah. to any girls here, Bet like, it's almost
2: good to be around a bunch of other loser, loser dudes.
3: Oh, so
0: it's
2: almost better that there's 10 girls in a bar instead of a hundred. Well, it seems like there's probably better that it's a hundred <laughs> girls, but I think I could like make a case for it being okay if
3: it's packed with dudes. Cause like I could just look better than them
2: right so if there's a bad ratio at your school or at a party you can actually turn it to your favor right you should elevate
3: just because like i think at any school no matter what the ratio of people is like most of them suck right so if you if you suck the least you're like okay there's like mostly dudes at this school but i'm like in the top 10 percent of them so it doesn't matter it sucks for like those guys in the bottom half so there's, that's like, like
2: me. there's like 50 good girls and 50 good guys. And whether there's 1,000 or 10,000 bad people, that's the ratio. That's true. Yeah. That's okay. what I would say. Okay. Okay. Fucking in Central Park?
3: Um, There's something called the... the I think it's called the Rat Boulders. <laughs> oh, you're talking specifically. Like where they should yeah. go. <laughs> it's called the Rat
2: Bulbous? No, the Rat Boulders, I think. Let me... <laughs> i'm gonna look it up really quick have you ever had sex in central park no have you ever had not. sex in a public park um yes a public park yes and it was just nighttime and you were just fucking in a park um well i've done it more than once toda rat oh yeah rat rock that's where you guys <laughs> should fuck
3: google rat rock boulder central park um yeah one time it was daytime. Daytime? A daytime
2: park? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah daytime. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Standing up. I was sitting on a rock. Rat rock? <laughs> I was sitting on a rat rock. <laughs> I was sitting on a rat and a rock. It, I mean, it's nice to fuck outside. I I think
3: I've never fucked in a park that was as populated as Central Park. I mean, that's like fucking in Times Square. That's yeah, that's, pretty, that's, that's
2: populous. A, that's
3: a thing. Yeah, no.
2: But maybe if it's late at night. You can um, find a dark rock, like you said, rat rock.
3: Right. I think if it's, well, if it's late at night, isn't Central Park kind of dang- Why can't you go somewhere?
2: Okay, what about this guy's crucial question, which is, is it okay, or I guess it's okay, but should you have sex with your ex's best friend?
3: Right. Well, just real quick, I think you could get a room somewhere. Okay. Just, that's That's nice. Yeah,
2: I don't know why he prefers, or she prefers Central Park. Uh, if necessary, go to Rat Rock. If cent- if if necessary, after dark. Wait, why and, Rat Rock?
3: Um, just because I think it's so, sort of uh, secluded. Gotcha.
2: Okay. Uh, ex's best friend ever done that? I don't think so.
3: I think all my ex's friends hate me by the time we're like really breaking up. So. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> they're not a fan of you. Right?
3: They like hear all the bad stories. So it's pretty rare
2: that this like it would never happen to me. Plus, all your exes' friends live in Texas, then. Yeah, all my yeah. exes
3: live in Texas. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, no. Oh, yeah, fine. It's okay. It's College exes don't count as real exes, right? I think this was even a
2: high school ex.
3: Oh, then of course. That's not even a real relationship.
2: It's a preseason to a preseason. That's not even a league. Yeah that was a summer league. It you're, wasn't even preseason.
3: Don't close yourself off to people because you like dated somebody in high school. That's But this guy's in college. So high school is the one that's right before it. It's not like he's 28. I know. So I'm saying as a 29-year-old that it that your that stuff that happens in high school matters so little. Yeah. I don't remember anything from high school, right? I, <laughs> For
2: me, I was born on graduation day. I don't. Oh, I don't even remember anything from college. You have no. You just have a terrible memory. I think I really just have a bad memory. You certainly have memories from high school. Yeah, yeah, but I, like not, but not a lot, not, not very formative
3: ones. Right. I definitely had memories that, like, I. I feel like I was cleaning out a hard drive uh, recently, and I was like looking at things I wrote in high school that would like that I felt like really mattered and it was like laughable (laughs) and affable. Yeah. It was laughable, (laughs) affable, deaf and dumb.
2: But at the very least you shouldn't put too much seriousness or credence on this high school relationship that makes you not want to bone this ex's best friend who wants to bone you, but he is afraid that it'll open up a like uh a passageway back to the ex that right. he wants to cut off.
3: He's not even worried about like it hurting her feelings. He's just yeah.
2: like, I don't want to be in contact with her again. <laughs> I'm afraid she'll text me
3: pissed. Yeah, I don't want her to be like yelling at me at any point, because that'll mean I'm communicating with
0: her.
2: <laughs> uh, I think it's kind of... I think I've never done it either, but I think it would be kind of cool to bone and ex's best friend it seems very forbidden but also like allowed at the same time yeah yeah it's the closest i can get to cheating on someone
3: it is kind of hot because like while you're together with that person they're like around their friend all the time yeah like, well, man you're kind of cute but like i'm with your friend right and right yeah, yeah it's
2: almost like it's the closest thing you can get to fucking your sister <laughs> what for me to fuck your sister i mean oh. specifically <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know you could do that. Which sister? Uh, I don't know. Flip a coin. Actually, there's four sisters. Flip four coins. No, no, no. Actually, all it would take is two coins because there's four permutations. So you would assign like heads, heads would be Sarah, heads, tails, Liza. Tails, Hannah, heads, Rachel, Rachel, Sarah, Liza, if you're listening. <laughs> and I know you're not. <laughs> I know my mother is, though. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. That's why this is just a joke. This is all silly. I would never. You have four quarters right now. (laughs) Like I said, I only needed two. (laughs) Uh, So if you were him, what would you do? I would definitely do it. You would do it?
1: Yeah, of course. I
2: I think... uh, I would try to do it, too, because if it's a fun story and it's not there, you're not actually in you're not in a relationship. She's not in a relationship.
3: Exactly. And he's that's the other. It's not like he's just I feel like if they broke up and he was like, I always had a crush on this girl. Should I text her? Should I try to meet up with her? then I might be, I'd probably still tell him to do it, but I feel like I'd be a little more conflicted. Right. She wants to have sex with him, too. This, it's like a
2: mutual thing. Yeah. I think it's okay. It's a win-win. Right. Lose, if you think about that third person. But that's still, you're, you're still batting six six seven over there. And that's pretty, that, that's Ichiro that's level. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's a great slugging percentage. Uh, I've never boned in public. I wonder if I'm capable of doing it or if I'm too worrisome. Like, am I too neurotic to actually let go so much that I can have sex in public? Because you got to like be you... very relaxed to have sex. That's why you do it in the privacy of your own bed. Right. I mean, yeah, I think if you... I'm, you can't be nervous and then also have sex. I
3: guess I can't imagine you instigating it. But I bet if, if you were with somebody you really liked or you were very attracted to and they wanted to, like, the idea of turning them on would turn you on enough that you could at least get hard and have sex. Maybe you can't come. I think that
2: <laughs> I think there was a point in time, and when I say that, I, I mean I know there was a point in time where an instigation happened. It wasn't outdoors, but it was like a public space, and I was like, no, 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 we shouldn't do it because I was afraid of someone walking in. Where it was at a like a hotel, but like you know, like an empty room. In hotel. <laughs> a hotel in in, yeah, a, in my in, room, in a room with the door <laughs> yeah, locked. Like, there's surveillance cameras. It's too racy. Like an empty, like, like an empty conference room in a hotel. Wow. Where? You would you would have done that, right? Of course. Of course. I would not have I would be like if somebody catches me that's illegal and I'm going to It's not to illegal. Jail. It's illegal, illegal to fuck jail. in a conference room. Why? Because it's public nudity.
3: It's not public nudity. You were that you were behind a closed door. I think it's illegal to fuck in a public
2: conference room. I
3: don't think that like if you got caught though nobody's like you're under
2: arrest they're like get out (laughs) of here yeah little pervert. yeah i think you scurry
3: away i don't think you get like arrested
2: i think they turn on the lights and i hiss at them and (laughs) i sprint out of there
3: (laughs) i mean like also getting caught that would be that's like part of the fun too i know
2: but i was a wiener and i want to i want to change it
3: who was the girl her (laughs) name
2: just zero hesitation i name her in full first and last and actually day. if you're
3: listening i'm sorry
2: oh <laughs> uh, no she's not listening she's dead oh no yeah she
3: was shot by the police <laughs> fleeing the scene of her almost fucking
2: uh all right so go for it go for it run for it go for it i mean you already wrote for it yeah um next question okay this one's from a lady is there a lady artist like, do girls paint too? Asshole. What? I
3: can't think of one. I'm calling myself an asshole. No, I do have one. Okay, Georgia
2: O'Keefe. <laughs> no big deal, but I did name her. She's
1: you
3: the one you that. The way you were clicked. looking at at me made me think for a second Georgia O'Keefe was a man. That uh. That... <laughs> it's like, oh
2: shit! Did I did I do something really bad? It's funny. I was joking, but there aren't a lot of female artists. Uh, I think there are, but like in the in the like the olden times, the Renaissance era. Oh, yeah, there were, they were, there were none. they
3: weren't like allowed to paint, right?
2: I don't know. Maybe it was just not. There's actually something.
3: a popular theory that Claude Monet was a, um, his wife painted all of his work.
2: Oh really? No, but wouldn't that be kind of cool, <laughs> Claudia Monet? <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. All right, here's my question, writes Georgia O'Keefe. I've been dating this guy for around five months now, and it has been great. We get along so well in person. He is kind, helpful, patient, etc. He's even introduced me to his family. I have nothing to complain about, which leads me to think I could just be looking for an issue because all of this seems like it's going too well. That being said, I noticed on Twitter all of the tweets he favorites are posted by other girls we go to college with. Like their selfies, sexual lyrics, random tweets about how horny they are, just all sorts of sexual tweets from other girls. Sometimes he still favorites and retweets his ex. I just don't know whether or not I should feel threatened by this. I realize how strange of a concern this is to have, so specific to our generation. I would rather have found weird porn on his computer than discover he is interested enough in these other girls that he knows to favorite and retweet them all the time. I hope I'm not being overly sensitive about this, but it does make me feel uncomfortable and insecure. How do I handle this? Love, Georgia O'Keefe. Gee! okay. I love this question. It's so real. Yeah. It's so specific and it's so true. Millennial. And it didn't it didn't make sense. It didn't even exist 5 years ago. And now it's everything. Right. Liking and retweeting and favoriting. I'll throw an Instagram into this cuz that's a big thing too. Do you think it's flirting for a guy to like, retweet, favorite?
3: I think it's like the most passive passive form of flirting, but I do think it's not flirting as much as, like, smiling at somebody at a bar. Yeah. And, like, so, you know, it's friendly to smile. If you were passing people on the street, it's nice to smile. But then you add, it's like, for whatever reason, it's just, it's slightly sexually charged. Yeah. you get like, like a, at a
2: bar on a dance floor. You get a flicker of micro boner. Yeah. It's like when I look at my phone and I see who's liked of an of, uh, Instagram photo. If it's you, I feel nothing. And then if it's like a girl that's somewhat interesting, I feel the slightest, faintest flicker of a micro boner. Yeah. It's like the first. (laughs) And and then you look, she's liked all your photos, (laughs) and
3: your boner is just flickering, (laughs) flickering to life. It's happening. I do believe in fairies.
2: (laughs) I do believe in fairies.
3: you see that tink? it's working
2: (laughs) this is me talking to my dick uh but it isn't nothing it's like the first iota the first millimeter towards boning somebody yeah it's not nothing and the fact that he's doing this i feel like this is what i said earlier which is um the i said this before the podcast is what i mean by earlier uh tweeting or liking and favoriting someone's tweets or photos is the most flirting you can do without getting in trouble. Cause it's like, just like this girl, like if she confronts this guy, he's like, Oh my God, you're being crazy. Like I retweet. Are you really getting mad that I retweeted someone? And it sounds so trivial, right? But if he did anything more, it would be actually like a bad offense. And if he did anything less, it wouldn't be anything at all. Yeah. But he is doing something. And she does realize
3: doesn't it seem like just the, saying the word tweeting makes you like what? hate yourself as you're arguing? Like you,
2: <laughs> you favorited
3: her tweet. Oh no, I suck. Yeah, but, but it's, it's true. You do not suck for having those thoughts.
2: It I, is. I think if when I was in a relationship, I would purposefully not retweet, favorite, or like or do anything with uh, another girl, like another attractive single girl. Right. I would like play it extra safe. That's interesting.
3: I think. Well, to me, it's okay to favorite, retweet, whatever, all that stuff for like to guys and girls. But it seems like he, if he's just specifically doing it to girls, sexual tweets. Yeah, then that's kind of
2: extreme. Like, uh, like there's selfies, sexual lyrics, and random tweets about how horny they are, and he'll favorite it. Yeah,
3: that's weird. I think if I think if it's like. You know, there's a a bunch of tweets and he's, like, favorited a couple. And, you know, it's it's, it's a little more innocuous. But if he's, like, just favoriting uh, sexualized tweets, it's...
2: uh...
0: Have you ever, uh, like, if you like a girl's photo,
2: you don't want to, like, just like her photo, so you like some photos around it. So it'll be like, oh, Jake liked four photos instead of, like, Jake liked dana's photo no i would just like dana's photo <laughs> you wanted i wanted be to be a I like, clear public record that boom when i, I hit on you. someone
3: i want it to be public because then it feels special
2: so you purposefully go out of your way to make it seem like a, a kind of a bigger deal than it is yeah gotcha yeah me too
3: no you are you're very
2: yeah you're I, sneaky. I veil it you, I avail it well
3: you're also like I would never use that like news feature on Instagram of oh where you what see, people yeah, yeah what photos people like
2: you can see you I can know. see what fo- photos I, people like
3: it's yeah just that never occurs to me
2: there's also no other way to see what people like like I can't go to a lady's Instagram feed and see what photos she liked right I I just there's lots of flirting plugins I would love to add to the Instagram uh, Rolodex. I have a lot of notes. Feature integrations. Well, Instagram
3: is a really great tool for flirting because you've got just like the filters. Everyone looks attractive on it.
2: That's what Marty said. He's like, Instagram is the new Facebook. Like you meet a girl, you want to follow her on Instagram rather than on Facebook now.
3: Oh, yeah. Like because Facebook's so uninteresting.
2: It's like, or it's like more, I don't know. You don't share as much on it. Early, maybe you do. It's. I think different you share more on Instagram.
3: Oh, you're saying you share more, more on, on Instagram than Facebook.
2: But maybe that's a. But also, like the only thing itch.
3: I really care about people sharing on Facebook is pictures. I know I would never like look at a Facebook news feed like, "Oh, I want to see all of like her statuses." <laughs> Tell me about your status. Who have you become friends with today? Do you have any cousins? Oh yeah, here's your family. All right, this is great. So here's your sister, your brother. And what's your job? I don't, give I don't a fuck. care what your job is. Show me the selfies, bitch. I want
2: to see those hot dog legs at a pool. <laughs> is that what they're called? I think so. Hot dogs or legs? Hot dogs or legs?
3: Uh, but that's true. I think that like Instagram is also a tool. Like to me, Twitter is like it's sort of embarrassing because you're like, this is a silly joke I thought of. Is it yeah, funny? Like Stand up. Yeah, and but Instagram is just like. Cool pictures. That's that's all you ever want. That's all you ever need. (laughs) I want to see someone's pictures. It's all I ever. It's all you could ask for. Mm -hmm. So, oh yeah. Wait to answer this girl's question. I think anytime you're in a relationship and something's eating away at you, you should say something. So, I feel like the key is maybe to like not let it build up to a point where you're like, you do this all the time, and then he'll get defensive and be like, I don't do it all the time. What are you talking about? You're crazy. But just more like. Next time it happens, next time you feel the inkling of
2: uh, jealousy or insecurity, just say something. Like, hey, this, some, this like makes me feel bad. Or maybe she should choose, or not even or, but to build off that, like choose the most egregious example, like the selfie or the horny lyrics. Like, it makes me uncomfortable that you like that specifically, not mm. your favorite tweets in general. Yeah. So choose one that seems like the most egregious affront to your relationship and then uh, focus on that. And then maybe that'll steer him away from doing it in general.
3: And always, Pure Heart will go into it saying,
0: This is crazy.
3: This is how it... Well, I wouldn't say this is crazy. Like, or maybe you're like... This sounds it, silly. This sounds silly. Or I feel silly even bringing it up, but it's, gonna, but it's weighing on me. And also just not having any expectations. You can't go to him and be like, Hey, it's pretty annoying that you do this. You have to be like, This makes me feel this way. And you go off of how that makes him feel.
2: Yeah, this girl sounds like she knows her shit. I like this email. It was written well. I agree. It's like it came from my brain. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, Georgia O'Keefe, I have your email address right now. If things don't work out, holy shit. You're favoriting all her tweets. (laughs) This is incredible. It's working. <laughs> you have a micro boner. She likes me. <laughs> when you
3: say micro boner, it's the it's it's a tiny little hint of your micro boner going up, right? Yeah. You say like, micro boner?
2: Yeah, it's a full boner, but I, I just realized
3: like that you dick. described your uh <laughs> you described your erection mm-hmm. as a micro microbiome- boner.
2: <laughs> yeah. Imagine like uh when you squeeze the end of a toothpick on a table, how it sort of flickers up. But it's, it's that size and weight. Wow. Yeah, so it's just like a flickering little... Toothpick dick. Toothpick dick. Exactly right. Uh, let's take a quick break to thank one other sponsor, and then we'll come back and have our break. All right. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring
0: this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I
1: experience all those things, and I experience them
0: acutely and a lot. 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with it. free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show.
1: Oh, yeah, baby.
0: Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but fair. It was fancy and great. And it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping. And there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you. And it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good.
1: That's good for these current days where I I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly.
0: And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you.
1: Allform.com slash if I
0: were you. Yeah, and that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. And you can get 20% off your order by going to slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. And we're back. Woohoo. Uh, we moved. No
2: more solarium. No more solarium. That house is no longer. We'll never go back there. It fell into the ground as we left. Our home uh no longer exists we uh we've upgraded or just change graded
3: i feel like we we it we sides we sidestepped yeah but it was a lateral move but i think for a lot of things that we
2: preferred yeah like uh air conditioning yeah yeah conditioning is nice it's a comfortable modern house rather than an old cabin type house right which i really loved that was nice but now you have your own little cabin.
3: Yeah, there, I have, there's, we're recording right now from my little uh, cabin. Outhouse.
2: Is it an outhouse? I would sh- call
3: it a cabin. I, I think the branding effort is, <laughs> you know, you and Marty keep on referring to it as the a shed. A shed,
2: yeah. A shed. A shed or shed. This is the
3: first time I heard you call it an outhouse, which yeah. is just a shithole in the ground.
2: <laughs> is that something that's been going on in the main place?
3: <laughs> we are. This is a, I live in a cabin, and it's lovely. Is it, is it, is it, isn't a cabin wood? I think you could call it th- it's def. This is wood. Is it wood? It's wood on the outside. But
2: what's this? What's this material that like houses are made of? It's like drywall. Drywall, yeah. Drywall in a cabin. I think you could have drywall <laughs> in a <the> cabin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Hey, more power to you. The acoustics in here are great. I love the shed. Yeah, you're don't a guest get me my, wrong; it's a cabin.
3: You're a guest here. Don't walk around knocking on my walls. I, lo- listen, me it's I love not a what cabin. you've done
2: with the shed. I absolutely love what you've done. It's with a the cabin. Shed. <laughs> there's a difference, uh, but it's much more comfortable now. We're much more less sweaty. We're less sweaty for yeah. sure. There's, and, less, uh, there's less helicopters too, for some reason. Oh yeah, uh, I don't know. If a we've... lot
3: less ants. Yeah, but only. But only less, not completely gone. You can't get
2: rid of ants. They they followed us. They were in our bags and they moved to this house too. Ants are like the least disgusting you can be while still being gross. Like they stick to food. They don't travel all over your house and like crawl on your body and bite you. Right. But there's still a lot of ants and it's disgusting.
3: Yeah, I think you see like, you see enough ants and you're like, this is gross. You see one or two, whatever. And then you're like, oh,
2: God, there's 10 there. And all yeah. you can imagine
3: is that, like, just beyond that little crack that they're coming out of, is there's, a, there's infinity.
2: <laughs> infinity ants. Actually, one time I looked up how many a- ants there were. And uh, I found a website that said there was a million ants for every human on Earth. So there's like, over a trillion ants. Wow, that's a lot. Like, if ants wanted to, this is where it came out of. Is there any animal that if they could communicate and really want to take over the Earth, could they? And maybe it's ants. A no trillion sure. ants working together? You don't think they could kill every human? I know they could. Like, if they all killed one person at a time.
3: Ants can also, they can lift, like, how many times? Twice their body weight? Right, which is
2: almost nothing, but still. But it's, like, you know, they're strong. If, a, if two billion ants wanted to kill a sleeping person easily, and they would just do that. They would wait till you slept, and then they would kill you. I think I'm going to write a horror movie about ants. That's awesome. You should. They Not wait till you? you're asleep when they kill you. How can you stop two billion ants? That's the log line. How can you stop two billion ants?
3: And then it's just a, a shot of somebody stepping on them.
2: <laughs> yeah. like, oh, It was that easy. All I had to do was step on them. <laughs> but they don't value their own life. There's so many of them. Uh, and also, another one last point about ants is that you will, I have a lot of hairs on my body because I'm a human and like whenever they touch something or twinkle they like feel like oh there's an ant and I like get freak out and nine <laughs> times out of ten it's not an ant but there's always the tenth time that it is an ant and that's all you need is the thread of an ant like yesterday I felt something on my back I lifted up my shirt and I'm like is there an ant on my back and you're like yeah there's an ant <laughs> And now, like whenever I feel something, there's an ant, a single ant on me. Yeah, it always feels like there's one ant on it me. It is it's
3: like I saw a spider on my sheet this morning, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I uh, get out of here." And then I was like, "All right, well, that was one spider. So there's they'll they'll be there every <laughs> single night. They're no, they're everywhere.
2: Yeah, unless you kill him, he's gonna relay the information that there's a nice friendly human in this uh, shack. Well, that... I
3: did. The thing is, I. I have a bunch of spiders in this cabin, not a shack. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, there's and, one right there. Yeah, there. So I went to that. I went to a spider exhibit at the museum a couple weeks ago, and uh, spiders are like. I mean, you all, everybody, sort of knows this that spiders are good, but. Um, they're like, they're really good. They eat all the bugs that would be bothering me in here. <laughs>
2: if you think spiders are good, wait till you hear this. They're
3: actually really good. They're like, it's, it's like, oh yeah, spiders are, not they don't bite. But like, they're, it's really sweet. There's 40,000 species of spiders and like only a handful of them bite. And even those ones that do bite only bite when they're like about to be squished to death. You know what it is? It's bad
2: PR. They just look Just like nasty. the cabin in the shed. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> we have but, to stop looking at spiders as evil well, just because they look, they look scary. evil. Yeah. yeah.
3: But the thing is i there was a really tiny spider in my sheets this morning, and I was like, "I'm not dealing with that shit, you know like i so I killed it, and then I just my I looked right up to that spider in the corner of the room, and all I see is it's staring at me like I killed its fucking kid
2: oh, oh, I see what you did, you hey
3: just- man, was that your uh was that your butt I didn't I thought it was fucking lint, so i I'm sorry, man.
2: <laughs> like that spider is just not moving. It hasn't moved in two hours. Do spiders sleep? Did you learn that at your exhibit?
3: No, I didn't learn that. <laughs> if
2: you're if you're alive, you sleep, though, right? Listen, man, I don't got all the answers. Frankly, I don't have any of the answers. Which brings us to our last question of the day. <laughs> uh, one of my favorites. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. We need another male artist's name. Nick Rad. Nick Rad writes... Look him up, everybody. He's an up-and-comer. No, he's established. Okay, he's an he's established legit. and comer. Sup, cunts, I'm an eight... <laughs> <laughs> Nick, how dare you? Sup, cunts, I'm a 16-year-old dude who lives in Australia. Recently, I have befriended a popular student. I, char- I charmed him with my chill personality, which has led me to meeting and befriending other popular students. I even got my willy-winked by this 75-cent piece. I swear to God she was fucking mint. Anyway, I am successfully prying my way into this friendship group, but I haven't been fully accepted. So I have an idea. I've done some recon, and I found out that there's no big stoners in the group. So, this is going to become my new thing. The only problem is that weed does not settle well with me. I've done it about four times, and it generally makes me super paranoid and really nauseous. So, my question is, how do I make my body love weed? (laughs) And how do I make a homemade bong? Sincerely, Nick Rad. Oh, my God. You loser. (laughs) This is the perfect teenage question.
3: <laughs> I want to in <laughs> so bad that I'm gonna get addicted to weed. I need a thing.
2: And I'm gonna just do this thing that makes me nauseous and paranoid. The two worst things you can be is afraid and sick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid and sick. Now how do I make a grab bong? I have a two-liter bottle of coke and and what else do I need?
2: An apple core or some shit? Oh, it's so funny. He doesn't care that he's going to be... Like, when I'm carsick, I don't feel friendly or nice. If I'm that and also scared... I don't want to feel those two things. He's he doesn't like,
3: need to be. He'll have friends in the popular <laughs> crowd. Small price to pay for I'm being gonna be, in on the group, dude. I'm going to be cool at school. <laughs> if but, I can just get myself addicted
2: to this drug that makes me feel bad. It's so scientific, too. He's like, I've done some recon. There's no big stoner in the group. So, boom, I'm in. Only problem is it makes me afraid and puke. <laughs> Yeah, that's a pretty big problem. Maybe that's why there's no big stoner in the group. I've noticed that there's no people who are afraid and nauseous in the group. You guys need you're in need of a stoner,
3: right? <laughs> Token stoner, I bought this I bought a hemp necklace and uh a, 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 and some some Birkenstocks. So so all I need now is to
2: make it so weed doesn't hurt me. What makes these what makes the cool group cool? Were they all like this guy? What if they're all not cool? Like they is there anybody who's really cool? Is, it, is anybody
3: cool when they're 16?
2: I don't know. Very or are they all people. just these people, this teenager who's trying to be cool? And then it's like, if five people agree that they're all cool, then they're the cool group. Or is there an actual cool group and then there's a bunch of fakers that try to join?
3: I think there's an actual cool group, right? I, there was in my high school.
2: And <laughs> what made them cool?
3: They were the most. They will. The girls were the most attractive. And the guys? I think they were. I'm not sure they were all the best-looking guys, but they were the ones that the good-looking girls liked.
2: So it's, this is the anatomy of a cool group. It's the best-looking girls and then the guys that they are most comfortable with. It's, it's the- not always the best-looking guys. It's like the guys who don't give a shit. Like in my elementary school, it was like guys that like gelled their hair before I even knew what that was or like got their ears pierced before I would ever even consider doing that. Yeah, Like that's the genetic code. The ones that did that were the cool group.
3: It's. We also, also listen weird to because, music, right? Music. I feel like music's a big one.
2: Yeah, like I was listening to the Grumpier Old Men soundtrack. Being into cool music, and they were like into Pantera. And Why don't you be the music chair.
3: guy? Get into music. <laughs> know where all the good shows are going to be. Yeah, then you don't have to
2: feel sick. Yeah, but you really want to be a different kind of guy. <laughs> don't, <laughs> you, get a, don't get, don't get us wrong. We still stover. want you to change. We still, yeah. Don't be yourself.
3: Well, that's the real thing. We, he he can change. But maybe like in a little more of an authentic way, you should find something you're actually into and be into that, and maybe they'll follow your lead there.
2: Yeah, and if you're gonna force yourself to get into something, get into something uh, like running. Yeah,
3: something that's healthier. Something than,
2: that's healthier than
3: weed. And I'm not advocating don't like. I'm not saying don't smoke weed. I'm just saying don't smoke weed if it makes you horny. Uh, sorry, you're not horny. <laughs> you <just want laughs> I'm horny. You. <laughs> <laughs> don't smoke it if it makes you. paranoid Paranoid and and sick that's dumb
2: (laughs) that's not what weed should do if it does then your body thinks it's poison and don't give it the poison to be cool that
3: being said i like kind of instantly don't like this
2: kid because didn't he just start his email sup (laughs) cunt but he's in australia man they're all that cool oh bleaching hair that was another cool thing oh yeah did you do that yeah i did that yeah (laughs) so you were more like this kid trying to be cool
3: yeah, I think I was more on like the outskirts of the cool crowd because like my thing was that I was funny, but I wasn't like <laughs> quite cool enough to hang out with them all the time. Yeah, I was never hanging out with cool kids like on the weekends. On the weekends, was hanging out with my loser friends, <laughs> and then at school, I would be like kept around for for comic relief.
2: Yeah, would you listen to podcasts like this one if you were sixteen? Like, were you a comedy nerd at all? Um.
3: I think I was a comedy nerd before high school. Like I had like the Adam Sandler CDs and stuff. Yeah. And I really liked those like I liked movies more than CDs and stuff. I and I liked I liked punk music and then I liked Dave Matthews. I like I feel like I liked the
2: popular bands of the time. Yeah. You definitely had the musical taste of a popular kid. Right. But the hot girls didn't want to include you.
3: I think it was just cuz I was too shy. I think people are friendly if you're like, well, I guess high schools maybe not. But I wouldn't. I was afraid to talk to anybody, until like people accepted (laughs) me to be funny, and then they would like look to me for commentary. And when I when people when I like can tell that people are waiting for me to talk, I'm happy to talk. But if I don't feel like I can't usually interject,
2: I can't like, which is sort of how it is now. Yeah, yeah. We still haven't grown. No. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Can you tell me about what it's like dyeing your hair as a teenager? Um, sort of. So what is the the beginning of it is seeing somebody else do it yeah like mark hoppus
3: yeah it must have been like or the guy from sum 41 or something it was like just like a lot of kids in the punk scene were doing (laughs) it and then i had like it was summertime and none of us had anything to do so like you buy bleacher eli ian (laughs) matt just like chilling we're like oh you do it with your friends (laughs) yeah yeah you do it with your friends you all bleach each other's hair I remember we had, uh, we all bleached our hair and uh, some of the bleach like dripped into <laughs>
2: Ian's eyebrow. Do you tell your parents that you're going to do it or you just show up one day for just, dinner you and you have bleached hair? You show up and they're like, oh, what are you, ah, Christ, Jake,
3: jeez, you look like an idiot. Uh, what were you saying? Bleached oh yeah, so of- the bleach dripped into Ian's eyebrow and he bleached the half of his left eyebrow. <laughs> so then out of solidarity, we all bleached half our eyebrows
0: yeah
2: i would imagine being a disappointed father if that happened (laughs) yeah my dad was just like because until you're 18 you're his property it's like oh look what you did to yourself you're like a dog that got itself dirty (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) you're ruining his he has to show you to people and and you look like that
3: i have to go to his office parties just like the christmas cards going out and i just have like a puka shell necklace and bleach blonde hair like, hi. Hey, oh. uh, this is all this. while I had braces. So he's like paying <laughs> thousands of dollars to fix my teeth, and I'm destroying every <laughs> other part of me.
2: So, our, our advice is don't get high. Try bleaching your hair again and getting into music. Yeah, that's good. And there's hope for you yet. Everyone's sort of a turd Ferguson at age 16. That's right. Good luck, Conti. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's our episode. That's our time. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. If you have your own questions or your own theme song submissions or your own thumbnail submissions for all you graphic artists out there who've been using our, your thumbnail submissions when we post our episodes to Facebook, send everything to show at gmail.com. That opening theme song, again, was from Justin Turpin. And this ooh, and this last one is from Jonathan Gould, who said he's had two other theme songs. So this is a, a hat trick for Jonathan Gould. Uh, all right. Thanks, guys. All See right. See you soon. Cheers. Oh, real quick. Before we end the episode, we wanted to give one special shout out to a band, uh, 6C, that we use their theme song so often, Audrey Scott, who submitted to us so many times. We're going to use her theme song in the next episode, but we wanted to give her band's Kickstarter a shout out. Just in case you wanted to support them for being so great on this show, if you go to Kickstarter.com and search SICK, C S I C K space S E A, you can find out all about their Kickstarter and donate it if you're feeling very, uh, what's the word? Charitable, Chill. helpful, good, cool, beans. Yeah. Uh, so we wanted to give them a quick little shout out before this episode ended. Now, good night.
3: If you can't move an inch, inch, send in your email to a mirror and the pinch, and only take a second, and they will pave the way, way. Take ease on your troubles, and you're through another day,
2: day. Throw in a few jokes, and some of them are funny, funny. say some dumb shit, shit, protecting it on anybody. It's tough, and life's rough. Let
3: these two Jews just tell you what to do, With You. There's good news, podcast listener. The Podcast One app version 2.5 update is available right now. Awesome! Which means you'll be able to directly access all the shows you really care about anytime and anywhere you want. Adam Carolla, Steve Austin, NPR, Loveline, Dan Patrick, and a whole bunch more. Wow! Plus, now you can play, pause, or stop any of your favorites and pick up right where you left off later on. So go to PodcastOne.com now and download app version 2.5. That's PodcastONE.com.